Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome to episode 10 of the Empower Humans podcast. Today we're going to talk about something that I think sometimes there's a stigma around this. Sometimes there's some different beliefs about it. But I'm going to talk to you about it in the most practical, pragmatic way possible and uh, see if we can come to an agreement here. (laughs) We're going to talk about the word obsessed or obsession and also our beliefs surrounding all of that. And before I lose you, listen to this quote by the great Ed Milet. He's a great business leader, excellent example. He said, your obsession becomes your possession. Good or bad, whatever we obsess over, whether you're obsessed with your problems, whether you're obsessed with your money, you know, in a bad way, your finances, uh, got to pay all these bills and never have enough, or you're obsessed with success, you're obsessed with advancing your career, all these things will become your possession. And that's what his quote is. And I think this word obsessed or obsession has a lot of incorrect negative connotations in, in today's world and culture. Certainly there are those who become stalkers and are obsessed. There are those who who have addictions with drugs and other things that might hold them down, and there may be an obsession there. The kind of obsession we're talking about is a healthy obsession, an elevated drive and an indispensable set of actions connected to that that move that obsession forward to fruition. I've been reading a book by Grant Cardone called Be Obsessed or Be Average. Excellent book. I love his charisma. I love his energy. And we're all a little bit different. Some of us are a little more low-key than a guy like Grant Cardone, and I respect that. So I want to give you the utmost respect and honor each and every one of us individually as we get into this topic. None of us needs to strive to be somebody else. We need to be the best version of ourselves we can be. And if nothing else, let's be obsessed with that. In our world, you know, in order to really get the most out of things, there has to be an obsession of sorts because the forces that work against us are too powerful. All this may sound a little foreign or maybe a little extreme, but but listen to what Grant Cardone observed. He said, what is the name of someone we all know who wasn't obsessed? Okay, he talks about Beyonce and Jay-Z and great inventors like Thomas Edison and civil rights leaders. I think it's safe to say that these people were obsessed. You know, those who did great things, people thought couldn't be done, like like build a a machine that would fly that we now know as an airplane or or break the four-minute mile. Thanks, Roger Bannister, for that one. And by the way, did you know that after he broke that mental barrier that the whole planet seemed to have about the four-minute mile, he broke that paradigm, nobody could run a mile faster than four minutes. And shortly after that, in the coming months and years, dozens of people started to do it after he did it. He changed the paradigm. And by the way, the word paradigm means a typical example or pattern of something, a model. We talked earlier about joy being in alignment. There's a model of becoming aligned with things, and our paradigms sometimes are misaligned. So it's worth, as we get into this topic, it's worth considering that. I've heard people talk about what's called a belief window. They say, we don't see the world as it is, we see it as we are. In other words, our beliefs tend to dictate our actions. Now, I don't think everyone needs to strive to be the the great inventor like Thomas Edison or break records like like the four-minute mile. But I need you to realize that even if those aren't your goals or obsessions, you and I are definitely capable of those sorts of things. Let that sink in and marinate as it permeates your mind and soul. Let that concept sink in and become a part of you. You are capable of great things. These quote-unquote great ones, 
whether it's uh, Martin Luther King or a great musician or any other sort of leader or inventor or other great things, these so-called quote-unquote great ones were only different in their set of beliefs and their actions towards achieving certain things. Have you heard of a man named Rob Deerdick? He's a professional skateboarder and an all-out entrepreneur. Some of you may not have heard of him. Great guy, funny guy. He's, he's had some TV shows that are very successful to this day, as well as clothing brands and so much more. He was asked in an interview by Tom Bilyeu about his belief in belief. Okay, He asked him, is it important? Is it a starting point? He, this is Tom asking Rob this question. Now, Rob answered with some great conviction that, quote, and this is what he said word for word in his response. He said, it is the only thing that matters. It is literally the only thing that matters. Because your experience, how you build something, what you learn, whatever it is, anything you would achieve is literally only based on how much you believe it's going to happen. Goals and all this stuff, all it is is breaking it down into micro actions for you to understand it and believe it because at the end of the day, it's only people that lose belief that quit, end quote. Now, have you experienced that in your life? Have you ever lost belief? Oh, this got too hard or... Oh, I'm not cut out for this or that. I can promise you, number one, I've been there. Number two, anyone who's ever achieved great things has experienced that. Now, it doesn't mean we're all cut out to be, you know, Beyonce or to be president of the United States or to be like a Martin Luther King, but it means you don't ever give up. There's an attitude of, I just don't give up. The second you lose belief, those are the people who give up. Those are the people who quit. That's what Rob was telling us here. And I think we can all safely agree that belief is a precursor to obsession. Now, let's ask ourselves this right now. Do we have a vision for anything to achieve or accomplish that we haven't yet accomplished? If so, do you and I believe we can do those things? Now, let's not sell yourself short. Let's not sell ourselves short thinking, you know, big things or great things are only for that guy or that gal or that group or those people. You and I already have priceless inherent worth, as mentioned in our first episodes. Go back and listen to those if you haven't. My main message to you and me both isn't that we're a loser if we aren't engaged in some great cause at the moment. My message is this. You and I are capable, if nothing else. I want to plant that seed in our hearts and minds and souls as we go through this podcast together because we're in the early stages. This is episode 10. If you have a business you want to start or weight you want to lose or a relationship to repair or a job and a career or schooling, things that you want to pursue there or anything else you want out of life, we cannot sell ourselves short by not believing and not trying. That's where life starts to become empty because we're just kind of an empty shell. Like, oh, geez, and I know life can beat you down. I know, I know, I've been there. Life beats you down sometimes. That's why we're here. That's why I want you to listen to this podcast so that we can refill those gaps, bandage those wounds that the world can inflict on us. But we got to have the right approach and attitude. And I know some of this stuff sounds cliche, but there's a reason it's cliche because it's true. Okay, and I try to present things to you in a little different way than maybe some people do. I want there to be kind of an element of love to all this. This isn't about screaming and yelling at you. Get off your rear end and go do something great for crying out loud. <laughs> Let's talk about this obsession a little bit more in a healthy way. Obsession can be a great thing. Okay, now by the way, 
my wife lost weight and she we started to get obsessed with working out and all these other things. And I'm going to talk more about her at other times, but people become obsessed with something that they want and then they can ab- achieve it because these forces, like we said earlier, are too strong. Obsession means an all-out immersion and dedication and sacrifice in pursuit of a worthy objective. Okay, when I learned Spanish, I had to be immersed in a place where they only spoke Spanish and my mind and tongue had to adapt to be able to communicate and connect with these incredible Spanish-speaking people around me. Do you remember in our interview, our last couple episodes, eight and nine, we talked with Fred Dinkins? And if you haven't listened to that, go back and and do that. At least that's what I uh, admonish you to do. (laughs) One of the things we discussed with Fred and his career in music was the concept of getting to a place of eat, sleep, and breathe this thing, whether it's music in his case, playing drums and percussion and associating with the musicians and in the situations that he wanted to be in, what does it mean to eat, sleep, and breathe something? One of these days, I'm going to interview my amazing wife. We just mentioned her. If she'll let me, of course, uh, we're going to talk with her, if we can, about how she became obsessed with development and advancement of her skills and career and being a makeup artist. Now, that has brought us to L.A., okay, and she's working with celebrities and TV shows and she's still climbing just like Fred was and is. When we get bored and, and feel lost and complacent, it's because we aren't doing the things that we were designed to do. We have to meditate and center ourselves. Now, by the way, on YouTube, there's guided meditation videos. You can turn those on, close your eyes, or do whatever you need to do. Now, by the way, I've heard that with meditation, it helps to not have your eyes completely closed so that all your senses are aware of your surroundings because that helps the experience. But uh, refocus our minds. In our case, with Daniela's case, or anyone, we have to then follow our heart by taking some decisive, definitive actions towards these life goals, these talents, and our purpose, ultimately. Then, and only then, do we really find lasting, meaningful satisfaction and joy. That alignment, that return to something, as we discussed previously, joy, that's what it means in Hebrew. We return to our true identity as people, as individuals. Now, that's not to say that we don't still strive for balance in all these other areas of our lives. This is a mental game. I listened to a book called uh, Psycho-Cybernetics, and uh, I highly, highly recommend that. One of my many takeaways from that book was this, and, and I'm paraphrasing here. They said, a man is like a bicycle that only maintains its balance as long as it is moving towards something. We must always be striving for our goals end quote, or end paraphrase, because again, I'm kind of paraphrasing that part of the book. We're like a bicycle. Now, what happens with a bicycle? Just like our friend Fred Dinkins in this last interview, he said, we cannot become complacent. So going back to what I said about being obsessed versus being balanced, we can have both. We have to keep our bicycle moving towards something to maintain balance. Have you ever seen when people slow down too much when they're riding a bicycle and the front wheel starts to get kind of wobbly? you know, turning all directions because it doesn't really have any direction. It has no direction. And then that person might go flying over the handlebars. Trust me, that's something I can relate to, something I've done both literally and figuratively in life. Ask my friends growing up. I had some uh, amazing bike wrecks. (laughs) But in that case, it's because it's not moving towards something. That's what causes that particular type of, of bike wreck. Now, think about that in our lives as our, our life as a man or woman is like a bike. We got to keep it balanced like a bicycle. Keep it balanced moving towards something because if not, you're going to fly over the handlebars and nobody wants that. Okay. (laughs) Now, when it comes to pursuing whatever that is for you, 
this obsession or this goal, purpose, vision in life, why not strive for the best outcome we can individually produce? Not, not mediocrity. Be obsessed with the best you and become the best you that you can contribute. Okay, remember the song in the last couple years by T.I.? I realize some people listening may not know T.I. or listen to that particular music, but he said in the song, I don't want no mediocre, I don't want no mediocre. Whether you like those, that kind of music or not, the message is not settling for mediocre. Obviously, sometimes in life, some things are mediocre, but it doesn't mean that we kind of get into this middle ground where we're just kind of coasting. We got to keep pedaling the bike. We got to keep it moving. We don't settle for just mediocrity from ourselves. Okay. It's, it's again, I think as I talk about that song, I think we're talking about ourselves individually as I kind of compare that, at least in this podcast episode. Now, again, remember what Grant Cardone said, that all the people who are known for some form of greatness became obsessed with great things, whatever that great thing was for them. Now, they didn't settle for mediocrity. At the very least, you and I can strive hard for great things so that, that when we look back in a day or a year or a decade or maybe 25 or 50 years plus, depending on our current age, we can at least be satisfied when we look back that we tried and, and we kept trying despite the forces and the obstacles that uh, work against us at all times. Believe me, I know that that process can make you feel alone at times. But the crazy thing is that none of us are alone. You are not alone. I said that, I think, in our first episode. There's other people going through similar things, have gone through probably worse things than what most of us have gone through in our lives. You are not alone ever. And the reason for that is because we all experience that in our own various ways together in this world. You remember that old saying? It's actually a quote by, by Norman Vincent Peale. He said, shoot for the moon even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. If you're going to aim, you might as well aim high. You might as well aim to big things. And even if we don't accomplish all those things, we can still strive for them. Now, I've been watching this documentary about the Kennedys on CNN, and I think how JFK literally aimed our country toward the moon. In this decade, as he said, we do these things not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That's my wonderful impression of JFK. And I got a lot of respect for, for these guys, by the way. But as we talk about shooting for the moon, well, he literally shot for the moon for our country. And while he unfortunately didn't live to see that to full fruition, our country still did pull through and make that happen. Now, if you haven't caught that vision and drive and purpose yet in your life, go meditate, clear your mind and focus. When you become one with the world around you, your soul can receive more clarity from the universe of which you and I are an indispensable and important priceless part. Please keep remembering that because I keep using the word priceless because it's true. You are a priceless, indispensable, important part of this universe, of this world. You're not alone. Now, I don't care what that bully said to you growing up or those haters said on your social media or maybe even a bully yesterday if, if you're an adult now. There's, there's still bullies sometimes when you're an adult, sometimes a little different way. Maybe they're not stealing your lunch money and beating you up on the, on the playground. But I, I also don't care what mom and dad said or, or other siblings or other so-called friends, uh, what they say or said in the past or how you may or may not have been or felt respected. It's, it's not that I don't care. I've been there in my own way. We have to cleanse the palate, wipe the slate clean, Move forward with our own self-contained drive and confidence. Become obsessed 
okay? And by the way, becoming obsessed means filling our focus with a target, with a purpose, okay? Remember Tony Robbins said that you feel what you focus on. Why focus on all these other things? We're living now. Again, Fred Dinkins talked about this. You got to take care of today. We're not, we're not living about, oh, that mistake or that problem or whatever happened yesterday or 10 years ago or whatever, or that concern for tomorrow or next week. Yeah, we might need to plan ahead and do some things today, but we've got to live now. Now, remember also what Ed Milet said. Again, he's a great leader, a great example, and we mentioned all this at the beginning, but remember he said, your obsession becomes your possession. Okay, obsess about the good things, the good things you want, and, and brush off the things that hold us down. Also, as we do at the end of these podcasts, before we reaffirm some of these constant challenges that we have for each other here, Grant Cardone said something very, very important in his book, Be Obsessed or Be Average is the name of the book. And what he said was, the greatest you will be is discovered far outside of your comfort zone. The greatest you will be is discovered far outside your comfort zone. Now, keep that in mind as we talk here because he didn't say outside the comfort zone. He said far outside the comfort zone. But I'm talking about taking action towards whatever it is that that we desire. And I'm not saying that we do these things as we mentioned in the beginning. There's bad forms of obsession in the form of stalking somebody or drugs uh, or other you know, criminal activities and things. We've got to find good things that can contribute good things to our world, to the people around us, if, if we're going to have a, a shot at really obtaining lasting, meaningful joy and happiness. Now, don't stress. Be obsessed with good things. And if you feel that stress creeping up, remember this. I just listened to this other book called The Energy Bus. It's kind of a parable that uses a bus situation and this guy and his life and his job situation and how he learns some things about life and kind of comparing it to a bus. Uh, One of the things that they said in that book was to realize that we're too blessed to be stressed. That's an excellent book, and we may touch more on that soon. I know you and I have it in us. I know we have it in us to do the great things that we are capable of, and I just want to impart that to you. And again, let's reiterate these challenges. Begin studying or continue studying if you haven't been. Again, there's tons of resources. I mentioned previously this Hoopla digital app. You can get all these things for free through local library systems, at least in the United States. Wherever you may be, there's something comparable. I know that most people have access to Audible and other things. If you have access to the podcast, you must have the Internet. So if we have the Internet between YouTube and Audible and Hoopla Digital, there's tons of ways just to listen to books while we're doing other passive activities, doing the dishes, going for a walk, all these other things, which, by the way, it's kind of a multitask. You go for a walk, get some fresh air, get some exercise, and learn something all at the same time. It's a beautiful thing. So keep studying. I promise you that's going to bring so much light into your world by studying good, true things that you're not going to be able to worry so much about all this other stuff. It's going to start to kind of clear the clouds that may exist at times in our lives. Again, make great moments. No matter what your situation is, if you have a roommate, if you have a spouse, if you have kids, whatever the case may be, make great moments. And how do we do that? That means making people matter, showing that people matter, making great situations happen for people, fulfilling some desire or wish. You know, you kind of pay attention and keep track of someone says, oh, I want this or I want to do that. or And then maybe do your part to help make that happen. These are all ways to make great moments. And a lot of times it's just little things. Spend time with your kids time with your spouse, okay? Find balance in those areas and make great moments to keep feeding these things that matter most because, again, the best things in life are free. 
also means that things are priceless without price. That's why they're free in the sense of being above what the monetary system of this world is, okay? Make great moments. And the last challenge, again, as always, let's keep doing this podcast together. I know we're going great places, and my purpose is not just this podcast. We're going to put together events. We're going to do other things down the road that are going to raise money for charity and do all kinds of great things to impact this world in an amazing, positive way. So I just want to reiterate to you, please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. Please send us messages. We want to hear from you. Send us your thoughts on the podcast episodes. Send us questions. Send us suggestions. People we can interview, ideas and thoughts and feelings and maybe stories. And maybe we'll share some of those on the podcast. Please send us some of that. And that can be done through the Anchor app. You can leave voice messages on our podcast that we can access as well. You can send us emails through empowerhumans.com or through our social media, Instagram and all that stuff. So again, please uh, connect with us. We would love to hear from you. And as I said, until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit empowerhumans.com. We'll catch you next time.